All our lives, we've been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I'm on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. Oh my goodness. So many exciting things have been happening that I thought I'd better share before I forget the details and slip into the master's curse. Have you ever heard of that? It's when you get so good at something or so far removed from it in terms of time that you forget what it was like to be a beginner. And one of the things that used to bug me so much when I would listen to all of the success stories and the coaches talking about six figure this and seven figure that is that to me at least, and this was just my perception of it, that they never really shared exactly how they got there, the totality of it. Like they might've said on a surface level or a high view level that this is what I did and this and this and that. But you know that I want to be transparent and share what it's like to break protocol, think for yourself and create the life and business of your dreams. So I thought you'd like to hear what has actually been going on for the past two years in my business. So I'm going to share with you my numbers, what I did, and more importantly, what I was thinking. Because I think not that the people that came before us and the people that we look up to do it intentionally. I just don't think that they think about their mindset as they build their business or really how important that is in terms of actually having success. It's just like, just do it or fail, 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 fail success. Or, you know, I tried a bunch of things and all of a sudden it was money. Like, no, nobody that I have heard of or that I've followed really breaks it down and chronicles not only the numbers and they had a six figure launch or something like that, but like really what were they thinking? Because I'll tell you for me, the biggest difference between 40K in 2019 last year and 140K in 2020 so far this year was my mindset, what I've been thinking. And maybe that's a letdown, but I'm telling you, I know how to roll up my sleeves and get to work. And I know you do too. And if you're not getting the results that you want, I would just ask you to just listen and consider that there might be another way. So what I'm going to do is read an email that I wrote to my people, and you're my people too, but if you're not on my email list, you should probably get on it because every Sunday I send the Sunday Blues Antidote and you would have already seen this. But what I want to do is read that email that breaks everything down and I want to add my commentary to it because otherwise it would be like a (laughs) 5,000 word email and nobody wants to hear that, which is actually kind of part of the reason why I started this podcast because the emails were getting long. And at the time I thought, I like running my mouth. Maybe if I just do a podcast, it'll be easier. But hence, (laughs) it wasn't easier and it gets easier all the time. But anyways, I, I digress. Okay. 
So here's the email. I said, we have a practice in one of my coaches programs of celebrating wins. In that program, we talk about the money wins, the mindset wins, all of it, as well as break down what worked, what didn't work, and what we do differently so that we can continue to move forward. So many people share the end result without talking about what it took to get there, like what it really took. And probably because they don't do this process. And that process that I'm talking about is the evaluating what worked, what didn't work, and what you do differently. They just throw a bunch of spaghetti at the walls until all of a sudden there's money, but they can't really tell you how or why on a deeper level. So here's the breakdown of what happened from January 1, 2019 until now. And at the time of recording, it's September 9th. 2020. What worked? I did. And I think if you read that, you're like, well, what does that mean? Like, I truly did a lot of work in 2019. I got to the place in, I think it was April when I had my first launch where I made 18K in April, where I was working my fanny off. And I was like, I, if this is what it's going to take, I'm not going to do that. Again, I guess business is just not for me. And I could tell after that each launch was less and less. So I had to get my, my thoughts together around that. But in 2019, overall, I invested 29000 in two coaching programs, mostly strategy. My thoughts went from, I'll figure it out eventually. Because when I decided I was going to start my business in 2018 and really do it this time, and the goal was to really get it to the place where I no longer had to work at the hospital, my thought was, I'll figure it out eventually. When I put that money down, now I'm telling you, it scared the crap out of me. When I put that money down, the thought shifted from, I'll figure it out eventually to this is not optional. The business has to pay for this investment. And I think that's key because before when I would just spend 3500 on a course or I would spend 500 on a course, like that might seem like a lot to you, but in the end, like I could put it on a card, I could pay it off with my salary from the hospital. So it never for me changed my thoughts. But what I do know about putting out that amount of money is it was no longer, I'll figure it out eventually. It was, this is not optional. The business has to pay for this investment. And I'll tell you, I put some of it down in January. I did a small program with this coach. I re-upped with her. I reinvested with her at a higher price point. And when I paid that payment, because I knew that it was going to be a five-figure investment, a high five-figure investment, I was like, oh, Hmm. we got to get to work. And so I'm telling you, like that was in the end of February, March, something like that. But in April is when I had the 18K launch, zero to 18K like that. And you couldn't tell me nothing. I was ecstatic about that because I had never made that much money in one month in my life. But at the same time, I was exhausted. But let me tell you how I got to that that initial place. When I chose the thought, this is not optional, the business has to pay for this investment, I felt determined. And then I took the following actions. 
This is countless hours adding value in Facebook groups, doing trainings for the different group admins, writing guest articles, networking. And when I tell you networking, I don't just mean locally. I mean, networking online. I mean, I changed my schedule at the hospital with three weeks notice, bought a plane ticket to New York, bought a conference ticket and flew up there just to network. I have also done the same thing of rearranging my schedule. I drove that time to Florida and paying for a conference to network. One, because you know I love people. So I wanted to meet the people that I was connecting with online. I wasn't speaking. I wasn't going there to get clients. I literally was paying to network. So I started a Facebook group. I added valuable posts consistently on my Facebook page. I also flew around the country and drove around the country doing speaking engagements. I attended local events. I was guest on podcasts. I invested another 2000 in a program when I realized that although I was starting to get traction and getting consults for my area of expertise, which was burnout at the time, I realized that my consults weren't converting to clients. People were starting, they were getting on the phone a lot, but my conversions were low, maybe about 28%. So even though I had already put 29 in, I put two more in because I was able to see where the breakdown was. So the result at the end of that year was 40K. So we're talking about, I put 31 in at a minimum. This is not even talking about assistance and things like that. And I made 40K. Okay. I'm willing to do that because I'm still in the positive, right? But in 2020, well, probably wasn't in the positive because there was all of those, <laughs> those engagements that I went around to and flying and lodging and different things like that and the, the different conferences that I paid to. So I think I probably was in the negative that year, but it doesn't matter to me at least because my thought was this is not optional. So in 2020, I set the goal of 100K in my coaching business. At that time, I had no idea that COVID was about to happen, but I do know that I had missed my goal of replacing my PT salary. I wanted to leave the hospital at the end of 2019, but I was determined to reset that goal and to do it again by my birthday in November, 2020. Again, no idea that COVID was about to hit us over the head. So my new primary thought for 2020 was this is happening. When I think about the goal of 100K in my business, it was this is happening. And I felt certain when I chose that thought. So once I was feeling certain because I chose the thought this is happening, I took the following actions. Now, I don't want you to get too caught up in what actions I took as your path might be different, but I want you to notice how much I did in spite of the circumstances that changed shortly after the year started. I didn't change my goal because the circumstances changed. I changed my approach and I didn't have to change my thought. This is happening because I had decided it was happening. So it didn't matter what the circumstances were, but it did mean that I had to do some different things in the middle. So what did I do when I was feeling certain? I took the following actions. I revamped my coaching program to account for the lessons that I learned running it in 2019. I created my own summit to help healthcare professionals make the shift to online when COVID hit, right? So I had no idea that that was something that I was gonna do at the time, but 
it felt good to me to do it because in that particular instance, I was like, I know what to do. And I know some other people who have been doing it. So anyways, that's what I did. Then I started the podcast. I kept serving my community and I have not missed a Sunday newsletter, which like I said, I lovingly call the Sunday Blues Antidote since July, 2018. So if you're not on and you're not getting the Sunday Blues Antidote, why not just go to tavonadenise.com forward slash join so you can get it. Anyways, I posted in my group every single day since February, 2019 when I started it. And this podcast goes out every week. I hosted a bunch of virtual events. I did get the opportunity to do two in-person events before COVID or two or three. So I hosted a bunch of events. I did the patients to clients challenge. I had a bunch of virtual coffee dates. I continued to be on podcasts and speak at summits. Okay, so those were all the actions. The result was $143,075 cash collected as of August 31st, 2020. So. I want to make note, remember, I made 40K last year, the whole year. I made 40K by May 31st and 52K in the month of July. Now, I'm pointing this out because I had no idea that that was how the 100K was going to happen. I just focused on the thought, this is happening. I also want to share a thought that my friend Taylor, who's also a coach, offered me that I'll share with you if you have a goal, but you have no idea how in the world you're going to get there. So she said to me, think of it like this. You already know the end of the movie. You make 100K this year. You just don't know how the plot unfolds. When she said that, my brain was like, wait, what? (laughs) You know the end of the movie. You make 100K this year. You just don't know how the plot unfolds. And I think about that because I love movies. I typically don't like watching the end of the movie. I just am there watching things unfold. But it does kind of remind me of back in the day when we just had regular TV. You didn't have on demand. You couldn't rewind and all of this stuff. And you couldn't plan what show you were going to watch. Sometimes you walk into into the room at, let's say, 745 and the end of a movie is playing, but it'll play again. You know how they used to, well, maybe they still do it, play a movie back to back. So you'll catch the end of the movie and then say, they're playing it again. So you watch it from the beginning. So you already know the end. You just don't know what happened in the middle for them to get to that place. And I was like, what? So I held on to that thought throughout the launch and that served me so well. So what didn't work? All of that stuff is what worked. I did all of that work. So what didn't work? I became inconsistent with my thought work when I got busier with clients because I told myself other things were more important and I went into consult sometimes with an unmanaged mind, meaning when I say unmanaged mind, like I never took the time to think about what I was thinking about when I went there. And unfortunately, it meant that I did not help some people move forward that I truly felt like I could have helped, but I also know that everything happens as it should. It wasn't their time. Also, what didn't work was I also began overworking at times instead of slowing down and focusing on my thought work. And I'm so thankful for my other coach who helped me focus on my marketing and messaging and all of my coach friends who helped me with my mindset when I started freaking out because yes, I have freak out moments too, quite frequently. (laughs) Okay. And then what would I do differently? 
I had to do it over again, I would do thought work before taking action. Every single time I brought myself back to managing my mind and examining my thoughts and how the thoughts, not the external circumstances, were actually creating my results and my reality, I could calm down. Even if it was just enough to shift my energy to a positive space and act from that space. Like when I was feeling more calm, I was also more creative. And I think that's really what happened with the online business summit. Like I wasn't freaked out, you know, okay, this thing is here. It's here. So I got into calm mode. Then I could creatively think, oh, we should probably do a summit and help everybody else that is not used to being online, get online. Okay. So that's the email plus my commentary that I sent to everyone last week. And the response was actually quite overwhelming in terms of congratulations and confusion. So I got multiple messages asking, well, what is thought work? And since I got so many of them, I thought I better back up and break that down as well. What is thought work? It, for me, is essentially the process of examining your thoughts, your beliefs, your opinions about the circumstances, situations, people. So these thoughts are creating our results because the circumstance just is what it is. I like to think about it like this. I like to think about a circumstance sometimes as a noun. Remember? like elementary English, a noun is a person, place, or a thing. It's neutral. Everybody would agree about this person, place, or thing in terms of what it is. For example, a Ferrari, it's a car. Then we have a thought, which you can also look at like a story or opinion about that circumstance. So a Ferrari, for all intents and purposes, is a vehicle, is a car, a vehicle but we can have an opinion about that vehicle, okay? So the thoughts we have trigger feelings. And when we think about feelings, I want you to think about a one word emotion like happy, sad, angry, glad, etc. Those feelings dictate our actions or inaction. So if you think about like you know what to do but you're not doing it or you freeze or you just not do anything. That's the inaction. And when you take certain actions or you do not act over time, that ultimately creates your results. Now, I want to note that when you look at this process of there's a circumstance that can sometimes trigger a thought, which leads to a feeling, which dictates action or inaction, which creates our results, you have to know that the result will always prove the original thought because the brain does not like cognitive dissonance. It needs to be right. So if you get all the way down to the results and it does not line up with or prove your original thought, you don't, you don't have your model correct. That's what we call a model. Circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. And I will put a diagram in the show notes so you can actually see this if you're more of a visual learner like I am sometimes. So the problem is that we think the circumstances are the reason for how we feel or why we have the results we have in our lives. So when we're thinking that way, we feel powerless to do anything about it. 
But once we see how we think about a particular circumstance or a particular subject, then we can see how that line of thinking is working for or against us. That line of thinking is either helping us get closer to or further away from the results that we say we want. And therefore, we can change our thoughts to create new results. So that's thought work. And it's really quite amazing, but it does take work. And I learned this back in 2014, and it is truly responsible for changing so much in my life and just being happier in general. Now, I will say this, <laughs> like I said, it's work and it's not something that you can just do once. I tell my clients that it's like taking a shower. You got to do it at least every couple of days or it's going to start to smell kind of bad in there. So think about it like that. Now, hopefully I haven't lost you, but I do want to go one step further and tell you exactly how I approach thought work because like I said in the beginning, I truly believe it was the key difference between 40K last year and 140 plus this year, even though I had the most amazing marketing coach. I can tell you there were other people in the mastermind who didn't put up these numbers. And so how do you actually get to a place where you can see what your thoughts are so you can change your results? I have a few ways I go about doing this and we work on this in great detail in the courage circle, but let me share the easiest ones with you. So we start by doing a thought download and the simple question to find out what your thoughts are is, well, what am I thinking about right now? You may have heard me say that if you find yourself taking your work home with you and you get home and you have to complain to your spouse or your partner you know, to kind of like vent and get it out. Or maybe you're like me and used to call your mom or sister or brother or whomever on the way home and like they get it. What you might want to do is to keep a notebook in the car. And at the end of the day, dump all of your thoughts out onto paper. Everything, let's say something happened where everything you wanted to say, but you didn't, things that bothered you the whole nine, just write it all down, get it out. Don't judge it. Just keep writing until you're like, whew, got that out. And then you just close the book and go on about your business. So that's one way to do a thought download. Sometimes when I'm thinking about that, I don't really have anything to say, or at least I don't think I have anything to say. So I might ask myself, well, how am I feeling right now? What one word emotion and why? That question, why, usually get the juices flowing. Like, oh, I'm feeling, I think this morning I woke up feeling panicked. Well, why am I feeling panicked? A whole flood of emotions came, not emotions, a whole flood of thoughts came out. And then I could look at that and be like, oh, well, that's, none of that makes any sense. And then I felt better. But it's the process of allowing yourself to tap into your emotions and allowing your brain to be heard. And so the other way that I access my thoughts is usually after an incident. If I get pissed, it's usually a clue that it's time to do a thought download. And usually by the end, I'm not even mad anymore. So once you've gotten all of the thoughts down on paper, what you're going to see are some circumstances. Remember to think like a noun, person, place, or thing, just kind of neutral. 
lots of thoughts. We have lots of opinions and stories about that circumstance or about those circumstances. You're going to see some emotions, one word, happy, sad, angry, glad, some actions, or maybe you're, you're noticing that you do nothing, and then maybe some results. And from there, you can make a model. So with the model, when you're making a model, you ask yourself, well, what's the circumstance? I'm just going to give you an example. Maybe it's a staff meeting. What is one thought that you noticed when you did your thought download? Maybe you noticed the thought, nothing ever changes around here. Well, how do you feel when you think that thought? Maybe you feel apathetic, maybe defeated. What do you do when you're feeling apathetic because you're thinking nothing ever changes around here? It's likely that you don't speak up in the meeting. So remember, we were talking about the staff meeting. You don't speak up in the meeting. Don't share your ideas with the manager. Don't volunteer for committees. Maybe you complain. And what is the result? You don't help create change. And so the point of doing the thought work, of doing the thought downloads and doing the models is not to make you feel bad, but to give you your power back. Because when you can really see how you created the result by your thinking, you're back in a position to do something about it without anybody else's input. And that's a beautiful thing, my friend. So I used the example of a job, just in case you haven't made the transition yet to entrepreneur, but we're doing this work like this for every aspect of business as well. I'm talking about making offers, being visible, being in Facebook groups, pitching for podcasts, like anything that you can name as a circumstance, there's thought work that can be done about it. And if you can figure out what you're thinking about it and how it's creating your results, you can change it. And I can totally help you with that. So at this time, I'm taking applications for the next round of the Courage Circle. If you want in, just go to tavanadenise.com forward slash apply to get on the waiting list. Until next time, friend.